Shumrabyug. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Sure Look, Sure Listen, the podcast that takes a pop at culture. Sure Look, Sure Listen. 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 Sure Look It listeners, this week, Ben... Famous podcast host Ben was last seen heading off in the company of Sean Penn to the Donbass region of Ukraine. So we've had to fly in a replacement. It's Shane. Shane is here for us this week. Hello, Shane. Ladies and gentlemen, good to be back. How are we all keeping? It's not really. They won't. They won't be able to interact. It's because oh, it's. No, I've it's, misunderstood the medium completely. Yes. No. It's At least they can see me smiling now. No. No. no it's no, not. The, oh, that's, swing and a miss again. Once again, Shane. Sure, look at. No, do I do that? Yes. Sure, look at Shane. In Ben's absence, this week we'll be taking a look at a large muscular man, Jack Reacher. Yes. We'll also be having a look at the Lord of the Rings. Is it going to be any good? Most people say no. We'll be having a look, Ben. No, you're not Ben, you're Shane. In our famous... Very, very different people. (laughs) Very different. In our famous segment, We've Slept On It, I've Seen The Kingsman and So Have You. We have, yes. And then... with uh, what came out months ago. Very good. And then, sure, listen... In the current climate of world war talk and invasion talk, we're going to look at have, have a look at some of the, the best and worst invasions in popular culture. Yes, we are. Some people might say a bit on the nose. A bit on the nose, but let's be clear, Mick. Yes. We are against this war. Very we are much. against Vladimir Putin. Get rid of him. Anything we say today is in support of some sort of fictional two Ukrainian wankers who sat and did a podcast last week and suddenly their lives have been turned upside down. Every time I have a moment of normalcy and I forget all of the shit that's going on, I then remember and I get a little bit sad because I can't understand why normal people are just getting fucked over. They're getting bombed. Yeah. It's no use. For nothing they've done. Put them in the bin. That's what I say. Yeah. That's uh, that's the... We've we've solved it, Shane. We've solved yeah, the whole the problem. The theme of today's podcast will be dickhead invaders. <laughs> get rid of them. We'll ask the question at the end of each invader and go, are they worse than Putin? Mm, probably not probably not <laughs> probably not Shane I'm going to call you Ben multiple times so I'm going to try and not to do that Shane excuse I, me I find a good trick for remembering who I am is yes to just look at me Shane you're yeah. Shane different yes. colour hair different yes. size and shape mm. different height very distinct from Ben very distinct Shane what are we talking about what is Jack Reacher who's what's he reaching for just his goals <laughs> Wandering through America, just trying to find himself, trying isn't, to self-actualize. Isn't his goal usually just beating people up? I think his goal is generally to be left alone. But when you're a muscular man of that size and skill set, mm-hmm. you got to beat people up. Mm. You just have to do it. Yep. Shane, now you and I and the listeners would probably jump to thinking, oh, they're talking about one Thomas Eugene Cruz, the world's shortest badass. Yes. But apparently we're not. Apparently we're not. It is now played by Alan Richson. Who never, the never, listeners never heard of him. Yes, you definitely have, Michael. Go on. He was Hawk in Teen Titans. Oh. He was one of the um, tributes in Hunger Games. Yeah. One of the handsome career ones. <laughs> Those oh, lads, yeah. yeah. It's like Jennifer Lawrence was here for just a second. That was, that <laughs> the the yeah. shocker gesture, yeah. No, that's the wrong one. That was, that was for jujitsu <laughs> yeah, or devil good. horns. I'm not sure which. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in. He was Aquaman. He was the first Aquaman in yeah. Smallville. Yeah. Oh, it's that fella. He is nerd favourite Alan Richardson. He's a big fella. He's a big lump of a fella. He is. 
Now, what's nice is I think he actually is like 6'2", 6'3", tall. That's not that big. But they shoot the camera angles to make him look like 6'5", 6'6". Very good. They tried that with Tom Cruise as well. It made him look 5'6". Yeah. Shane, in the books, you've read all of the books. I've read two of the books. Yes, all of the books. Um, There's like 20-odd. Oh, that's too many. Lee Child has now given, I think his brother or brother-in-law or some lad he met on the street, the rights to the books (laughs) to carry on the legacy. They're all essentially the same book. Go on. Um, Well, Jack Reacher just shows up. He just wants to be left alone, travel around America, you know, see the country that he's been defending for so long. Mm -hmm. And then something just gets in the way and has to be Jack Reacher. Oh, no. Some sort of hillbillies usually. Uh, It could be big government, could be big industry, could be small industry. Oh, could be. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of run out of the things that I've read about. Could be brick, brick and mortar retail. Might be. Could be mom and pop. Industry. Jack Reacher might spend one of the books setting up some sort of online reseller. (laughs) That would be brilliant. (laughs) He just goes around and kicks the shit out of people with brick and mortar shops. Yeah, spends late nights delivering. So Mm. he gets it there on time. Mm. Shane, in the books, one of the biggest complaints about uh, Thomas Eugene Cruz playing Jack Reacher was that he was only a teeny tiny little fella. Yes. And in the books, is is he a big lump of a man or is he rangy? No, he's a big lump of a man. Is he a big lump of a he's man? He's supposed to be 6'5", um, 265 pounds. What's that in real money? I think it's about, it's north of 100 kilos. Like oh, okay. the big man. It's the kind of man that I'd be afraid of. All right, okay. And I'm not afraid of many. No, just Ben. Just Ben. Yeah. Terrified of Ben. Never <laughs> here Penn. at the same time as Ben. And the ben, actor Sean Penn. Yeah. Yeah, he might hit me like he hit Madonna. Remember when he hit Madonna? Oh, yeah. People are forgetting about that. Forgiven for that, hasn't he? All he had to do was go and fight in Ukraine. And everyone's like, that's grand that time he hit Madonna. He did that thing as well. Remember with Katrina where he went down in his boat? But he also had a security detail on his boat. So he was driving around saving people. But I think could save one person at a time and then had to fuck off because the boat was so full of security. No, I don't remember that. Ah, he did. He's a prick. (laughs) Him and Ben will get on famously. Very good. Um, Yes. Uh, no, Jack Reacher is described as a massive man with abs like um, grilled cheese. No, cobblestones. Oh no, all irregular. Uh, yeah, uh, like ape-like arms. You know, oh. bi- biceps like basketballs. That kind of thing. No. Oh. So Alan Richardson spends much of the first episode of Jack Reacher in constant flex. <laughs> <laughs> That's our lives, Shane. Yeah. I read, I sat there and I appreciated it. I was like, oh, look at that man flexing. Oh, He's probably him. dehydrated at this stage. Is it any use? It is very enjoyable. Go on. Imagine if you thought Sherlock Holmes was a bit too cerebral mm-hmm. and they spent no time at all explaining how Sherlock Holmes arrived at the conclusion that he's arrived at. Yes. And you also thought that Sherlock Holmes wasn't that attractive and you'd prefer a big muscular man. Mm. Jack Reacher solves all of those problems <laughs> for you. It's a big muscular man who doesn't have a thought that he doesn't express. Mm. Um, but they get it. They understand what they're going for and they succeed in their aims. It's a very enjoyable kill fest. Is he just killing people left, right and centre? Uh, when they deserve it. Ah. Oh. But every now and again, other people mightn't think they deserve it. So Jack Reach is like, no, no, I let him go. No, they but definitely like, did deserve it though. It's like in that Schwarzenegger movie when he's holding the guy off the cliff and he's like, I let him go. Ah. Uh, yeah, he didn't. He fucking killed he him. let him go. He just dropped him off. It was Sully, I believe. Yeah. Shane. That's enough bloody Jack Reacher. Is it? Is it though? There's, there's 20 odd books, mate. And <laughs> more never, to come. It's never ending. Shane, speaking of books that are too long, you are a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I am. 
am. One of the biggest. A couple of times. I've read The Silmarillion. I've yeah. read all sorts of shit. All the bad ones too. Yeah. The Christopher Tolkien ones. Yeah. I've seen most of the movies. No, I've seen all of the movies. Even The Hobbit. Yeah. Even, Even the, the three Hobbit. not good ones. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> we getting Which, started? <laughs> yeah, we're getting started. The three not good ones. Yes. Are the, what Marvel's, or not Marvel, Amazon seem to be basing their new series on. A little bit, yeah. yeah don't they? Make it look like that shit one there. Remember the one that no one liked? Yeah. Did they make money? They must have made some money. I think so. Peter Jackson is massively wealthy. I think people went to see it just for the scenery. Mm, the scenery and the Peter Jacksonery. Yeah. It'd be like watching what is a popular travel program right now. I haven't really. I, I don't know. Wish pace. you were here. Yes, it'd be like watching <laughs> Wish You Were Here with Orcs. There's a deep cut for eighties yeah. Irish kids for <laughs> you. <laughs> with uh, uh, what was the guy's name? Craig Roberts. Craig. Craig, Robin, you know the guy, the fella. Yeah. Shane, why is Gladriel wearing armour though? I don't get it. She's some sort of warrior princess. Yeah, everyone's... Gladriel's supposed to be this, you know, saw the last of the Silmarils, the light of the West, all of this nonsense. She looks kind of ordinary. Yeah, she's just a normal normal lady. Yeah. I didn't even realise it was Gladriel, to be honest. people pointed it out. Yeah. And the armour looks a bit naff. And Mm. the shooting looks a bit naff. Everything looks a bit naff. Like, last time we were on, Mick, I spoke about Wheel of Time. And it was alright. Wheel of Time. Yes, that one. It ended up, but it looked like it could have done with more budget and some of the Orcs's, or whatever they were. Um, <laughs> the Wheels of Times's. Yes. They could have had more money put into them. They haven't learned that lesson from this. Or all of the money they've reputedly spent on this, they've spent elsewhere. Yeah. I think they've spent it on bloody shaving all the lady dwarf's beards off. Oh. Do you see what I've done? Hashtag me too. Ha- no. In what sense? The lady dwarves can now shave. They oh, have rights. No. Is that what it is? Because Ben. Ben. Bane. Oh, just combined yeah. you into one person. Shane. No, no, that wasn't no, great. Bane. That wasn't great. Do the, do the face. Don't do it. No, we have a no impressions policy. Okay, good. Shane. You, as one of the biggest fans of female dwarfs on the internet. Am I? Yeah, I've seen your shirt search history. Okay. Um, the the dwarf women are just as bearded as the men. Yes. And there was a joke about it in the Lord of the Rings movie. Nigh indistinguishable from the men. Yes. Well, unless uh, I think unless they're in the nude, I suppose. Possibly. So we may have already seen loads of female dwarfs, and they just look so different from men that so the same as the male dwarfs that we can't tell them apart. But they've done away with that. Go on. Then, well, now the female dwarves are attractive people of colour. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm for attractive people of colour. I'm against fucking with dwarf mytholo- mythology. <laughs> That's exactly what your internet search history would suggest. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, uh, they're the two main terms. Attractive people of colour and don't fuck with dwarf mythology. <laughs> most Two most recent searches. Shane, I don't know. I don't think it's, they say the most expensive TV show ever made but potentially the biggest, most expensive flop ever made in the history of making things. Ooh, a folly. Mm. Do you think, like when the Irish were besieged and befamined mm. and wealthy noblemen built follies to employ the locals, Yes, Amazon are doing something similar? Uh, it's a, Following it's, on from a pandemic, they're like, ooh, look at those poor Irish locals there. <laughs> Let's make a folly. Is it not Let's... in New Zealand? 
I can't do a New Zealand accent. Oh, 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 no, no impressions. That's the rule. No impressions. Ben's we're, not here. If impressions not, are Ben's thing. Yeah, Ben can do the impressions when he comes back. Yeah, we'll get him to dub them in. We'll get, yeah, but Ben, just dub some impressions in when you're editing Let's this. leave a moment of silence for Ben to do a New Zealand. There we go. There we go. Thanks, Ben. That was great. Shane. Yes. Speaking of follies, the Kingsman was good. Well, no. Kings, what was the first one called? The one with Taron Edgerton. Yeah. Um... Kingsman. Kingsman? Was it just called Kingsman? Yeah. That was good, wasn't it? It was. That was very good. That was good. a good film. And then Kingsman 2. It was not as good. No. And they did a bit of... Remember that nice female character you, they developed and introduced in the first one? Yeah, they just... Fucking killed her off screen. In the first ten minutes, they just yeah. killed her off screen with a missile strike. I wasn't a fan of that. No. That was very unpleasant. It That really... That stung me. Like when... Men in Black were like, ah, remember the end of that movie where we introduced the two new men in black? Fuck that, bring Tommy Lee Jones back. When did they do that? I think Tommy Lee Jones is a bigger draw than that lady. Remember the end of Mission Impossible or Men in Black? Where no. It was, the, it was the coroner or whatever. She was in the black suit with Will Smith. They'd set up a new team. Oh, they'd team set up a new go- team. Was it, um... This week's podcast is going to be Mick Hazily remembering things. <laughs> Hazily remembering Men in Black 2. Um, was that Men in Black 1? That was Men in that Black was, 1. Yeah, that was the end of Men in Black 1. And yes. Men in Black 2, they were like, fuck it, bring Tommy Lee Jones bring back. Bring Tommy Lee Jones back. He's in this house with his family. Yeah. What's that got to do with um, Kingsman? Because they just got rid of a female character. Right. Oh, but they didn't kill her. No. They just didn't mention her. They just didn't mention her at all. Give her the dignity of an off-screen yeah. death. They just said, "Ah, oh, fuck it, we won't mention her." Just, and they didn't mention her. No. Where did she go? I don't know. Office. <laughs> the back office. Yeah. Oh no. She's doing some important paperwork now. Oh, that's not fair. Peggy Carter would be appalled. Yep. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, Shane. Earlier on today, we did teach your two-year-old son to accidentally say <laughs> "up the patriarchy," <laughs> and it had just come back and and reminded me of that. So how's that going to work out, do you think? That's pretty good. He <laughs> <laughs> was saying up the patriarchy. He was. In public. We had a two-year-old in a bar. We, I mean, we're terrible parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're not parenting together. We should point that out. No. Just in case there are any listeners. We could. We could in this day and age, who, yeah. who would stop I us? Mean, yeah. It would probably go somewhat to nullify the effect that we're two, you know, attractive straight men. Yeah. If we were parenting together, they'd be like, oh, look. The only shame is that child keeps saying up the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, we probably shouldn't have taught him to say that. Anyway, back on track. Why then, if the first one was quite good and the second one was passable, is the third one an absolute bag of poo? I don't know. I think it suffers a little bit from Han Solo syndrome of, look, look where we got our room. Mm. Look where we got our expressions and our sayings. Look where we got our shirt. Yeah. Look where I got my shoes. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna, this is our famous segment, Ben. Ben, I've done it again. I've called you, you Ben. Have. This is our famous segment, Shane. We've slept on it. Where, look, by hook or by crook, we just were too lazy to go see The Kingsman. Well, yeah, it came out in the cinema. It didn't stay very long. And then it came out on Disney+. Plus, and it took us a while to scroll through enough shit to go, oh, there it is. There it is now. <laughs> and then it was probably another week or two before we got around to actually watching it. So, so listeners, here's a hot take you didn't want. <laughs> here's a hot take you didn't want on a film you most likely haven't seen. Shane, what a cast, though. Yeah. What an absolutely stellar cast. Yeah. Incredible I mean, cast. Everyone. We're going to... Look, we're going to spoil this. Yeah, we're going to... Well, can you spoil... 
shit movies. Yes, you can. We're going to spoil any surprises. We're going to spoil surprises, but if you're listening to this going, I probably wouldn't listen to or probably wouldn't watch that, and we create an environment wherein you might want to go and see just how bad this is or how they fucked it up, Mm. maybe we're not spoiling it. Maybe we're seasoning it. So we're going to season the shit out of this movie. We're going to season, we're going to spice up, what's it called? Viewing the Kingsman. The Kingsman. Because there's one twist in it. There was one shocking twist. It was forecast. So viewers, cast your mind back to the first one. Where, what's his name? Mr. Darcy is explaining to young Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton, yeah. That the Kingsman organisation was set up by noblemen back at the turn of the century because they'd seen too many of their sons die. Right. Now that. So this movie starts and a wife dies. And so Ralph Fiennes is raising his son up and his son desperately wants to go and fight in World War One for patriotism. Patriotism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, despite understanding and seeing like the strings being pulled behind um, you know, World the main War I. issues. Yeah. yeah. And despite World War One essentially being just a blender of death. Oh, gross. Oh, it's absolutely horrible. Gross and horrible. Trench warfare. What the fuck? Get, get rid of it. No, I wouldn't be a fan. So... Still, though, yeah, probably not as bad as Putin. So, knowing this lot, yeah, definitely not as bad as Putin. Well, is that the same? Yeah, dickheads. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, where was I with this? Yeah, uh, sons. Yeah, so this they've seen too many of their sons die. Yeah, bloody hell! Yeah, bloody you can't hell. send any more Driving. boys off to the war. At least us British are still reasonable. Um, they'd seen too many of their sons die. That was the line that was in the first movie. So we're watching this going, oh, he's seen his wife die. Surely they won't kill his son. Who seems to be shaping up to have a skill set that he might be a decent kingsman. Mm. Maybe he'll see somebody die. Maybe it's somebody else's son. Maybe his dad's going to die. Yeah, too many people. Maybe they won't adhere to exactly the line from the movie. Did they fuck? They shot him right in the head. Right square in the head. And... Moments after the action scene that you thought he might get winged in and die a kind of an on-battlefield death. Mm. Just at the moment where you thought he was safe. Bang! But what's really weird about that moment, and that is the only moment in that entire film that's worth talking about. Yeah. But what's really weird about it is the the first half of the film and the second half of the film are Kingsman-y action superhero-esque yeah. you know heightened it's not James Bond it's much more heightened than that everyone's lepping about the place yeah. doing high kicks and high punches and everyone you've ever met is a seasoned sniper and sword fighter and yeah. to be honest did enjoy the Rasputin knife fight a the little bit the fight with Rasputin happens and they're fighting Russian monk actual historical figure Rasputin and he's fighting the three of them with swords and a dagger coated in opium, whilst Russian dancing on tables, yeah. while erotically licking Ralphine's leg to cure a, pa- a past injury. The, he's jumping over swords, he's doing Russian dancing and kicking people in the head, and the three of them, he keeps coming back from the dead, yeah. and, and there's this massive lunatic fight with Rasputin. And then... The next 15 minutes is just the grimmest World War One yeah. film. It's as grim as 1917 by Sam Raimi. Yeah. It's a horrible, grim depiction of World War One. World, World War One just sticks in my head. Like, we were raised on Black Adder. 
Um, I wasn't. Were you not? No, we weren't. We didn't watch British things in my house. Oh, mm. bit, of a, bit of a political allegiance there. Bit of a bit of a. We didn't watch British stuff. We didn't well, have BBC. On Sunday is when we got together and watched our balaclavas, wasn't it? <laughs> Very good. We didn't have the BBC in my house. We only had the RTE, so we weren't watching Black Adlers, and we, we weren't. Got, we got the BBCs when I was about when I was about old enough to understand about war, mm. and then Black Adder was on, and they were all good, and then Black Adder goes forth came on and I was like holy fuck oh this is very grim and horrible this is very grim I hope it ends well oh my god it did not no it doesn't It's the, uh, we're against war we are like I, I would not fight in one no I was I was having this conversation with my lady friend the other day and she said what would you do if they did a conscription I said, oh, I go know. to prison where it'd be nice and safe <laughs> yeah do I'd a, do quite well in prison do a quite a nice Muhammad Ali and just yeah. go I'm not going to fight over there for you thank you very much no gross oh, what really upsets me about the upcoming wars you'll have an initial kind of like what's the word I'm looking for openness the idea of like you know yeah welcome kind of refugees and stuff like that and then you're going to have that seeping from the edges well if it was me I'd go fight in the war I wouldn't let anyone come in and steal my country prick attitude appearing online oh here we go oh oh come on no let's, no let's this, talk about pop this culture. saddens me back to pop culture <laughs> back to pop culture and so, pop culture wars and pop culture wars so then his son gets killed oh so killed incredibly shockingly killed yeah in a tragic misunderstanding having just realised the futility and grotesqueness of war exactly oh, and then so it goes bleak. back to high kicks and jumping about and yeah. lepping about the place and there's a goat and <laughs> it's bonkers there's just these two dumbass action films on either side of a harrowing 15 minutes. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I was watching the scene in No Man's Land in World War One where they're fighting each other hand to hand. And they have to stay silent. And they have to be quiet. And I was like, that is horrible. Yeah. And I'm thinking, 10 minutes ago, Rasputin was lepping around the place doing high kicks and licking people's legs. How is this the same film? What has happened here? Yeah, they were trying to trick Rasputin into eating a cherry bakewell. By seducing him. Yeah, with Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> very, very tonally weird film. Yeah. And then, um, like, just a complete waste of some very, very big... Stanley Tucci's in it for some reason. Yeah. Aaron Taylor-Johnson is in it for some reason. Yeah, it just... Did... All of these people lose a bet. I don't... I suspect they're all in it because they want to be in the sequel. Oh, is this getting a sequel? I don't, I don't know if it will, oh, but it, it hasn't it been very favourably received critically or commercially. No. Unlike, um, unlike the other big release of the moment, Uncharted, oh, which I haven't seen. Panned, Have you seen it? No. I've not seen it either. It's getting panned critically... But Gosh. doing quite well commercially. Oh, and isn't that what really matters? Isn't that what what isn't isn't that what to quote Ralph Fiennes? Isn't that what really matters? What really matters? Um, yes, it is. Sony have already declared it a, a success ah. and have said we're we'll be starting a new franchise based on this one. Oh, good old Tom Holland, little tiny fella, little tiny fella just wants to swing around on something. <laughs> An airplane, Spider Man, or in Uncharted, which. Like I'd wager he swings on a rope in that. Oh, he's non-stop swinging on yeah, ropes, swinging, swinging on, ropes. on cables, swinging on uh, pirate Vines. ships. What else can you swing on? Um, swings. Yeah, probably. <laughs> There's a scene where Marky Mark pushes Tom Holland on a swing. Marky Mark pushes tiny little Tom Holland on a swing. Apparently, it's dreadful, but it's yeah. not stopping it from making a big load of money. I have no interest in it whatsoever. None at all. Less even than I have in Michael Morbius. Ah, Michael Morbius. It just keeps on. 
it just keeps building, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just, You'd wish they'd just release it so we could get past it. Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's yeah. like waiting for bad news. Mm. It's just mm. like, just, just mm. tell me. Will you just tell me? Look, Doctor, if you could just tell me now. Yeah, it's hemorrhoids, isn't it? It's, is, it is it hemorrhoids? It, it is. It is. It, it's, they, they've released a new trailer? Um, vignette? Yeah. Where... where where Jared Leto explains to us who Michael Morbius Jared is. Jared Leto, who, to be fair, has nothing to gain from lying to us about this movie and how good it might be. <laughs> he does, though. Oh, yeah. So why would we believe him? Yeah, I wouldn't believe and, him. And, like, remember he said the same to us about the original Suicide Squad movie? That was no use. He was like, I'm in it loads. I did all this crazy shit. And then they just edited him out. They just got rid of him. They yeah. just said, no, thanks, Mr. do the same with this. There's a fairly good, strong chance they'll just... Edit about this yeah. <laughs> and just be about Michael Keaton's vulture. Be a really angry vignette released in about six months where Jared Leto was like, I was in that movie. I swear. I shot all of these scenes. I swear to God. Hashtag release the Leto cut. Yeah, very good. I'd bloody cut him mm. as soon as look at him. I wouldn't. I've nothing against him, really. He's just. Nah, he did some okay. He's stuff. just. Uh, he's just a bit of a pain. Requiem for Dream was lovely. He was in there. Um, as fuck, though. Dallas Buyers Club. He was good in that. Yeah. Um, that's all I, th- I think I've seen him in. He was in Fight Club. Was he in Fight Club? Yeah. Was he the, was he? Was he the handsome one in Fight yes. Club? No. Yeah. Well, in... briefly handsome. Yeah. Not mm. not for long. Yeah. yeah. Robert Bloody Paulson got a hold of him. Yeah. Okay. Was it? No. Who got him? Tyler Durden got him. Was it Tyler Durden who got yeah. him? Oh, what a shame. Shane, we are going to move on to the topic of the week, which... <laughs> We had a chat about this beforehand, and now we're starting to think, oh, this is, is this a great idea? We're going to talk about invasions in popular culture. Yeah. And try and be considered and respectful in some sense. I mean, we, I don't think we can ignore it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But look, let's just get it out there. Even if we say something which sounds contrary, anti-Russia here at this yeah. at the moment. Not anti-Russia the country. Anti the invasion of Ukraine by yeah, Russia. Not anti Russia, the people. No, we know mostly some of them. mostly grand bunch of lads. It seems. Yeah. Um, I mean, this podcast has gone out of its way to highlight the fact that the Western perception of Russia is more down to propaganda from Hollywood than anything else. We bloody have. We did a whole episode yeah, on. See, it. we did a whole episode on not Russian anti Russian people. Not in the slightest. Just really anti invading Ukraine. Yeah. I wish they'd knock that off. No, they could fuck right off now. That'd be great, wouldn't it? I suppose now would be a good time to suggest that if people are listening to this and they're in agreement with us, they could donate to any number of charities and causes. You could maybe give a look to the Red Cross. They're doing yeah. some solid work on um, helping the displaced and dispossessed. I believe Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are matching donations up to a million dollars to, I think it's the UNHCR or CHR. Human Rights Council? Maybe not that one. Ryan okay. Cross. It's one of them. The good ones. I can't remember the acronym. Look it up. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds Find somewhere to help and do it. Yeah. Um, Ireland has removed all visa restrictions for Ukrainian nationals, so... Good. I think the UK have not. Now increase them, I think. Yes. <laughs> Grand bunch of lads. Absolute bricks. <laughs> anyway, Boris look. Johnson. Look at it. Anyway. About as much use as a bowel obstruction. Oh, very nice. Shane. My favourite invasion in all of popular culture is the invasion of the bugs of, of human space. The invasion by the bugs of human space in the film Starship Troopers. I do love a good Starship Troopers. Go on. 
No, that was it. That was my That's point. all you had to yes. say. Okay. I've read both the book and watched the movie many, mm. many times. Yeah. The, the the thing about Starship Troopers is there's a whole lot of stuff to talk about about this invasion. I'm doing a winky face when I say invasion in this case. Because in the film, we are under the impression, Shane, that the uh, that the humans are just peacefully colonizing planets. Yes. But it turns out that they might have been they might have been not doing that. That they might have started it themselves. They might have. The humans are a bit power mad. Go on. They want to go out. Well, in the book, there's three main power bases. There's the bugs, the skinnies, and the humans. What's a skinny? I don't know. I think they're about seven or eight feet tall and Ooh. kind of skinny. Oh, too tall. I'm fairly certain at the time of writing of this book, the three different people kind of represented three different nations. So they're probably Russians or... Something didn't they? Didn't the Americans call the natives Native African skinnies in Mogadishu or something like that? Yes, in that could be unrelated. The Black Hawk Down. I don't think it is. Aren't aren't a lot of those classic racisms from the army from books and films? Might be back when soldiers read. Back when so (laughs) dared to dream. Yeah, they're like, "Hello, welcome to the army." Here's Robert A. Heinlein's Starship Troopers. You're going to read that to get a start on your racisms. Yes. Was he a racist lad, Robert? I, no, I don't I believe so. He okay. was libertarian, and which, I mean, may or may not be a recommendation depending on your own political viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all about personal choice and sort of responsibility, the responsibility of the citizen, that kind of thing. Go on. Um, it, it probably wasn't... Paul Verhoeven said he never finished the book, which <laughs> it would... We could have just, instead of doing a podcast, read the book and we'd probably be finished within the allotted time. It's a very short book. It's a very small little book. Yeah. Um, it more deals with the central characters sort of rise from sort of irresponsible teen to responsible lieutenant mm-hmm. throughout the course of the book. Um, I don't think his hometown gets bombed. I don't think there's anything like that. There's no focus on the propaganda. The movie Paul Verhoeven made is all about the propaganda side of the of war and invasion and mm. getting people to sign up about how the war is spun rather than anything else. One of the most interesting things, Shane, and it the the film starts, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. You and I might have even talked about it on yeah. this podcast before. But one of the most interesting things about Starship Troopers is a lot of people don't realise how much of a satire it is. I think that's gone downhill in recent years. I think it's widely recognised as a satire now. Oh, it would have to be. But when, when it, it first came out, it was not no. seen as a satire. I remember reading, I remember seeing it and going, that's hilarious. And then reading reviews and people were like, this is just another actioner film. And I was like, how did you watch it? Hmm. The Irish Times. <laughs> it's always the Irish it Times. It's always it? the Irish Times. Shane, in it, humans are definitely the baddies. Yes. Because, first of all, they're wearing Nazi uniforms. They are. <laughs> There's skulls and everything. Unironically wearing Nazi uniforms. And what is it again in the movie? Is it that the humans invaded first or what? what's going on? Uh, well, we're introduced in the movie when uh, meteors or whatever are being shot out of bug space. Mm-hmm. But I think it happened when the humans were going looking for the queen or whatever. Go on. To try and find one of those. Is it not the situation that they humans colonize a planet which is already colonized by the bugs, and so then the bugs attack? Yeah, Clandatu. 
or is Clandathu is Clandathu the bug homeworld, or is Clandathu the planet that they fight over? I think Clandathu is the planet they fight over. Okay, what's the bug homeworld? Can't remember the bug homeworld. They probably call it. Yeah. Mm. But the bugs are well, certainly aggressive. They are the victims. Nah, maybe. Maybe is the real message that war is bad. I think so. I mean, if it isn't, you should be able to extrapolate that from pretty much anything. Yeah, knock it on the head there. Yeah, just, I mean, be nice to each other. <laughs> Do you want to knock it on the head there, lads? Yeah. No, we're big spindly insects. We're going to yeah. chop your heads off. Ah, we've got a hive mind. We're not really sure what we're doing. <laughs> I interrupted you when you were telling about the skinnies. Yeah, I've forgotten about the skinnies. You were talking about how there's a power structure of three different oh, races. Oh, yeah. Um, in the book, it was basically any time one of them got too powerful, the other two would gang up on them and they'd have a nice big war, which oh. would knock them back into shape. They Very never good. really wanted to wipe anyone out. They just wanted to maintain the status quo and were constantly at war. And war sort of provided the backbone of the civilization that they had, the fact that they were, you know, a militant military civilization. Mm. And kept going and it reinforced the notions of personal responsibility citizenship duty loyalty all of that stuff and um, the idea of you could live there but not be a citizen and as such you didn't have voting rights that kind of thing like that was all held together by the necessity of having that held together because there was a constant war going on constantly non-stop yeah. war yeah huh that's very different from the film it is because in the film you have to you have to serve in the army to be a citizen. Yeah, well that was the same in the book, but like that was that was occasioned and made necessary because of the constant war. If there wasn't a war going on or if you didn't want to serve on the front lines, you could still serve like you could be a cleaner in the military as long as you served. Oh yeah, cuz I it wonder It was all about civic duty and service and that kind of thing. Cuz in the film why were they so eager to get everyone into the army if there was no one to fight? Yeah. Oh, is that what you're saying? Oh, very good. Very clever. Is that what's going on with Putin? Probably he's a prick. Or it's just that he's a big prick. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. But Shane, all-out invasions like that, or all-out war, there, there are... It's not the most common that we see. We do see a few. But I can't think of many films which are about aliens just coming to Earth and invading, flat-out militarily. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, they were one. no use, those lads. No, no fucking tickets. Absolute shitbags. <laughs> Luckily, we had big, strong Tom Cruise to fend them <laughs> off. Yeah, and even bigger, stronger Emily Blunt. Yeah. Yeah, Independence Day. Yeah. With big, strong Will Smith to fend them off and uh, American gumption. Yes, and American ingenuity as uh, personified by Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum and Randy Quaid. Yes. Was he... No, he was, he, was, mad. he was just gumption and American madness. mental instability. <laughs> American mental instability will save the day. We'll just find the right lunatic and we'll send him over. The other type of invasion, though, other than the all-out war invasion, is the old secret sneaky invasion. Oh, the secret butterfly in your head type of invasion. The, the secret butterfly in your head type of invasion that we've seen recently. The secret starfish on your face kind of invasion. That was less secret because there was a big huge starfish. Yeah, and little starfish that were very obviously on people's they were faces. just there on your faces. No, Shane, we're talking about the secret going in and replacing people with um, with gross copies. Ooh. Or So you've got two options. Go on. You can take over the existing people or you've got three options. You've got kind of four options. My, these options are just... <laughs> so many options. So many options. Option one, 
The first option. option. Okay, the first option. Just don't invade. Sounds good. Yeah, Putin, you prick. All right. I think sometimes they get around that with a little bit of sympathy for the aliens when they're like, oh, we've no resources back on our home planet. It's a dying world. We have to invade. Yeah, we have to invade the Donbass, for example. Now, you couldn't really say that about Putin and Russia. (laughs) Because he's a prick. (laughs) Anyway, where are we going? Um, Yes, so option the first is you can go in and you can just take people over. Transformers? How did we not think about Transformers as an alien invasion? Because they never really invaded, did they? Didn't they? Wasn't that the point? But the the Autobots were here to stop them? I suppose they kind of did. They they came here to steal the resources and enslave the population. But they only really invaded Chicago. In... Multiple times they invaded Chicago. I think that was more the scope of the comic. (laughs) No, the first one, I mean, they didn't plan to invade Earth because they don't, maybe I suppose invasion is the right word, but they kind of more wanted to exterminate rather than invade. But in the cartoon, in the 80s cartoon, they just happily lived on Earth. Yeah. They didn't seem particularly interested in taking over, per se. Fill up their energon cubes. That's it. They just wanted to fill up their energon cubes and cause a bit of mischief. Do an earthquake by punching the ground. Yeah. You know that little fella? He's like, I'm going to do a big earthquake. I'm saying that if I don't know his name. But anyway, um, what are we saying? So, option one. You yeah. go in and you just take people's bodies over. So you've got your butterflies yeah. from the film, from the TV show Peacemaker. Very good TV show. They're at very good TV show. Very good. Very Stunning. Good. Great ending. Um, you've got your invaders from Mars. Is that the one? Is that... Yeah, that's, know, the, that's one. the one I haven't seen. That's no, no, not that one. Not hold on, am I getting films mixed up here? I'm thinking about the one where they come and they get you and they bring you to their spaceship and they drill into the back of your head Ooh. and they uh, take over your brain. Don't know. Now that you've said Mars, all I can think about is War of the Worlds. Oh yeah, that was a crap invasion. It was. They really? just got wiped out by like bacteria. Hmm. They weren't ready for it. No, they hadn't Once done their again, research. Though, Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> This podcast is more about Tom Cruise. It's more about Tom Cruise stopping invasions than anything yep. else. How have we not talked about War of the Worlds? I don't know. Okay, let's take a step back and talk about War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds is easily, next to Putin's current invasion of Ukraine, the worst planned invasion of all time. Yeah, it really is. They only sent a handful of walkers. They did, but we're talking book or movie? I'm I'm personally I'm talking Jeff Wayne's rock opera. But you know, whichever whichever one you want. Which one do you want to go for? Uh let's do a bit of a contrast. Book was written from the perspective of like local philosopher and he's seeing it and he's very philosophically explaining, you know, the folly of the Martians and all the rest and what's happening and what he's seeing. And it's a very limited scope. Movie comes along and there's no need to have a philosopher as the central character so Tom Cruise plays this blue collar worker mm-hmm. um, and the scope is basically what media can show and what happens in front of him so you, again you don't need anything eloquent said by him you just need the emotional resonance of Tom Cruise acting his little heart out mm-hmm. and he nails it He's, either way he gets sucked up into that big thing yeah either way the walkers come down to earth they're yeah. technologically superior they're you know physically stronger all the rest until they forget that you know they haven't spent any time here getting acclimatized to tiny little germs and bugs and <laughs> they all catch something approaching the common cold and just die it doesn't make sense though it, it doesn't. doesn't make any sense because at the time that the book was written by H. H- Hubert Gilbert Wellington Wellingtons um, 
germs, the concept of germs was such a new discovery that, it, of course, it made perfect sense that other races wouldn't know about them. But there's no way you're getting from Mars to Earth and not being aware of bacteria. Yeah, it was the first thing. I think even now, spacemen have to come back to Earth and do a little bit of a quarantine so they haven't brought anything back from space. We're that fucking paranoid. <laughs> maybe because the of that book. vacuum of space might infect us. Yeah, maybe because of that book, though. Or because people have seen too many alien invasion movies. Mm. They could be carrying something they in their have, brains. They could have anything on them. Um, I love the book and the... Um, rock opera. And the, I genuinely love the rock opera. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, have you ever heard it? Have you no. never listened to... Je- if, you, if this podcast achieved nothing else other than all of the listeners going and listening to Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds, it's absolutely brilliant and and the the score of it as maybe score is the wrong word i don't know what the the right word is but the score of it is so good you'll start hearing it in anything around the theme of invasion or aliens or anything you'll hear it and you go that's war of the worlds again they just done jeffrey's war of the worlds it's absolutely brilliant um but my favorite bit of the whole thing is the have, have we talked about this in this podcast before I don't think so is um, finally viewers <laughs> fresh finally, ground finally something that, mark your calendars um, ring the bells my favourite scene in it is when um, when the the aliens are trying to stop fairies from crossing the Thames and a, a, a navy ship a fictional royal navy ship um called I can't remember what it's called but a fictional Royal Navy ship shows up to fight them and dies heroically but in the meantime takes out two or three of the walkers and the ferries manage to cross it crashes into a leg or something doesn't it It, it like it broadsides them and then yeah. like it gets shot and the weapons don't really do anything but it, with its last breath or action it does something useful vaguely and in the book I, HMS Thunderchild, the Thunderchild, the Thunderchild is the only ship that has nearly made me cry in the history of fiction. <laughs> I I will listen to Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds and I will put my hand on my heart and say, oh, Thunderchild, you saved those people. You noble beast. It's it's great. War of the Worlds, the rock opera is absolutely incredible. I'd love to play a bit of it, but we'll get copyright struck. Um but yeah, terrible, terribly planned invasion. Yeah, absolutely shocking. Nearly as bad as Putin's current invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. <coughs> Hopefully Putin just gets a cold and dies. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, back on to what we were saying. Um you can do it so you can you can take people over, like the butterflies, or you can kill people and replace them. Or you can kidnap people, stick them in an L pod and replace them. Really splitting hairs there. Is, Killing I, and podding. But if you pod them, you see, it depends on whether you're weird alien technology. If you can just take people over and, or if you can yeah, just replicate most, most of the time, the pod has some sort of brain helmet. Brain that, link. That feeds you their memories and lets you operate as them. Yeah. So that's the classic pod to people. Your invasions of your body snatchers, your invaders from Mars, your Marvel's secret invasion, which is coming up shortly. Ooh. Is that going to... What form is that going to take? The Marvel Secret Invasion, Shane, was a big comic book. You love a big comic book crossover. I do love a big comic book crossover. What I meant was, is that going to be an animated thing? No, it's a is television it? show. Oh. It, with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. 
Mm. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Oh. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a television show. And in the comic book, the scrolls came years ago and kidnapped a load of everyone and replaced them. And a lot of people have been scrolls the whole time. And I'll tell you what, you've no way of knowing who's scrolls. Oh. You can't tell who's scrolls and who isn't. Your molecular scanners don't work. Your Wolverine smelling doesn't work. Oh, they, no. Nothing works. So anyone could be scrolls. Even people who definitely aren't scrolls are, could be scrolls. Oh, wow. So famously, it, hap- it was revealed in the comic book Secret Invasion that the first scroll was revealed when Electro was killed again. Killed so often. She's always getting killed. I, mean, I thought she was supposed to be good at fighting, but she's always getting killed. Well, up the patriarchy, <laughs> as your son would say. Yeah, um, as my infant son would say. <laughs> it's going to get us in trouble. Yeah. Um, with my, you with know, your, with wife. your, with your wife for one yeah. thing for sure. And she didn't seem to find it very funny. Um, what were we saying? Scrolls. Scrolls. Electra. Electra got killed. Got a big gross Couldn't green chin. her way out of a cardboard box. Apparently not, despite her reputation. Um, and then got it revealed to have a big green chin. And like, if Electra's a skull, who else is scrolls? Oh. And it could be anybody. Anybody. Name someone that could be a scroll. Ben. Most likely a scroll, yes. More than likely yeah. a scroll. Sean Penn. Oh, definitely a scroll. <laughs> Almost certainly a scroll. <laughs> but also Madonna. There was a communication mix-up. No use. No. Hell, no. We, we should do an episode on celebrities that have been forgiven for the unforgivable. Yeah. People who got in there just before it was un- unacceptable. Mm. Yeah. No you use. Know? Some mm. sort of reverse witch hunt. Mm. So you thought you got away with it. <laughs> exactly. Just a historic witch hunt. But Secret Invasion, the comic book event, was quite disappointing because it turned out that relatively few important people were skulls. Scrolls. The, the main one turned out to be Jarvis. No. Oh. And An AI? No, because Jarvis is a person in the comics. Oh. Just a butler. Oh. And uh, Spider-Woman. That's, yeah, that's how everyone reacted. That face you're doing. <laughs> I did a face and I shrugged. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's how people reacted to it. Was like, oh, okay, Spider, it was Spider-Woman, was yeah, it? Spider-Woman all along. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. one's favourite character, Jessica Drew, Drew Spider-Woman, yeah. was a scroll. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, we'll move on. Yeah, this is a shame. So hopefully the, the TV show will be better. Yeah. But the TV show has not established the Skrulls as a terrifying invading force. No, they're decent blokes. They're mostly Australians. Yeah. They've never invaded anyone. No. I mean, that one time they went to Turkey didn't end well. And again, war is murder. Yeah, no use. Let's knock it on the headlines. One of the probably five or six songs that will reduce me to tears is Waltzing Matilda. Oh God, it's bleak. Is that about war? Yeah. Go on. Is the invasion of Suvla, not invasion, well, occupation, invasion, Suvla Bay, where they went to Turkey. Right, Johnny, Johnny Turnkey blew them all to hell. Huh. Oh, we listen to it after and we'll have a little bit of a cry. Okay, we'll listen to Thunderchild and... Uh, oh, God. And Waltzing Matilda. We can see who can make the other one cry. Shane, are there any other uh, gross body-snatching invasion invaders? I don't know. I came up with a couple of invasions there in the fly, so I've forgotten what we talked about before this. <laughs> I think we're pretty much there. We had body snatchers, we had pod people, we had starship troopers, we had all out war. I think we're I think we're pretty much done unless you have anything more to add. No. No. Alright then. Let's bloody wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think of invasions? Do you think that we should probably knock them on the head? I mean yeah, let's hope you do. If yeah. you have four invasions 
you and I aren't going to be friends. <laughs> if so, you can't help yeah. and do something nice for the people of Ukraine, try and do something nice for the people around you. Yeah. That's the message coming out of this podcast yeah, this week. Yeah, it's a very positive message. Well, there's been a bit of levity, but it also worries me because normal people have had their lives turned upside down. So be nice to them. Hmm. Put Ukrainian up in your house. Yeah. Got a spare room. And they need it. Like, don't just grab any Ukrainian. Yeah, there's plenty of Ukrainians living here who probably don't want to come live in your house. Yeah, don't don't force them. No, that's kidnapping. Don't do it. We're against kidnapping. Yes, against kidnapping and war. So, tell us your opinions on whether invasions are good or bad, but only if it's that they're bad. There are many ways... Oh, this is Ben's bit. I hate doing yeah. this bit. There are loads of ways you can get in touch with us. You can find us on the internet at shomrabug.com, dot shomrabug.com S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G You can probably find us at the end of the coming week at a cinema when we'll go to see the Batman Oh the Batman is coming out we'll go see the Batman at the end of the week So just come up to us (laughs) We won't be wearing masks No we won't be wearing masks Self and Mick look vaguely similar Yeah Largish men with a ginger beard You've got more hair than me I do Considerably I'm trying to look like Captain America in Endgame. Are you going for Captain America in Endgame yeah. sort of thing? Oh, very good. Um, Shomrabyug.com uh, on the internet. We're also on the Instagram. Shomrabyug.com website. It's actually won the title last year for the least updated website on the internet. It updates automatically. Does it? Yeah. Because every time we post a podcast, it just updates the... Yeah, but there's no other updates. Well, there's nothing else going on. We've been in lockdown for the last two yeah. years. We've got... Dublin City Comic Con. Yeah. Let's talk about that very briefly. We've got Dublin City Comic Con coming up in two weekends time. Yeah. I have to go to my nephew's birthday. Oh, that's good news to tell me just now on the podcast. (laughs) I might only make it for one day of the Comic Con. Uh, Okay. Well, it's on March. We're not promoted by Dublin City Comic Con, but it's on March the 12th and 13th or March the 13th and 14th. That weekend, whatever it is. So if you're there at Dublin City Comic Con, we'll probably be there with a camera either Saturday or Sunday. Hold on, we'll just find out now. Don't know. Don't know, one of them. We'll be there either Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Come Look, up. if you see a couple of lads with a camera, ginger beards, yeah. having the crack with people, go over and say, hey Mick. Yeah. And like, even if it's me, I'll answer and say, hey, how are you? Thanks he will. for listening. He will. It's Identity Theft 101. Um, come over and say hello to us at Dublin City Comic Con in a week, in two weeks time. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Podcast. I think. No idea. Always up to date. Always lots of stuff going on. But the best way to bloody get in touch with us is to hop up on the Discord. It's very modern. It's what modern people are doing, apparently. So you can hop up on there. I think it's like some sort of town hall meeting where everybody gets to have their shout and say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. It's like, a, imagine if Facebook wasn't centrally controlled by Zuckerberg. Ooh. And you had a bit more independence. But it's been bought speaking, by Microsoft. Speaking so. of invasions and taking over. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> speaking of body snatchers. Yeah, um, band from here on out. Exactly. Um, you can hop up on the Discord. The link is down below in the description. Thank you very much to Shane for stepping in for us when, Sh- when Ben was indisposed very welcome and it's uh, always nice to show up and talk about the things that ben refuses to talk about <laughs> the hard issues yeah and <laughs> the, jack reacher and jack reacher the difficult topics and we will see you bloody next week when we'll be back to normal operating procedures one imagines see you then bye bye <laughs>